Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz. Fantasy football podcast. Wiz, happy Saturday. Week number 10 is here. Kind of a clunky and ugly game on uh, on Thursday night. But you know, I'll tell you, Wiz, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We're getting clunkier and ugly games littered through the weekend these days. A lot of over-unders below 40 and... Uh, you know, the NFL is undergoing a bit of a transformation, right? A lot of these veteran quarterbacks retire over the last few years, and I think we set a record this weekend with DeVito starting, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a very, very sloppy work in progress right now in the NFL. Yeah, and, uh, these unders are coming in at, a, at a, just a tremendous clip. Um, <clears throat> I saw something, I think, uh, for the season, 62%. I think in primetime games, the unders are something like 23 and 7. Um, it's really, uh, you know, the and, and these totals are like really, you know, this is like 1980s type type unders and overs. Honestly, with the high 30s and low 40s on, on most of these games, it's uh, unusual. It's it's unusual development for NFL, which was really like kind of like trying to promote offense only a few years ago and. Um, it just seems like uh, these games are uh, are just are you know the, the the line makers are adjusting they're they're lowering the points on these under and overs but up to date if you've played unders uh, especially in the primetime games you have done extremely well uh, you know you mentioned the eighties and and football but it's a very different brand of football first off most of the time playing on more natural surfaces that's the first thing second secondly. The rules for defenses were completely different. These guys were, <laughs> I mean, the stuff that was going on back then. So, you know, you had those muddy, ugly affairs. You probably had less domes in the 80s. I just think we've kind of set back the NFL a bit defensively. Um, well, sorry, offensively, uh, making defenses look a little bit better. I just think quality of play is just not there at the moment. Uh, you know, you and I have talked at length about Thursday night football, but, you know, the NFL Players Association went for it. Uh, I don't think it's good for anybody. Um, somehow, I think these guys are going to have to sit down and figure out how to play Thursday night football with teams coming off buys. Uh, I think there's a way to do that. Uh, I think you and I as well have spoken glowingly about the two Monday games, and somehow maybe that can be worked into the equation where at least to start the season, the first few weeks, you kind of keep running out those two Monday games and until you kind of stop establish that rotation of, of teams being able to get a buy. So I, you know, I, I would love to have an, an hour Roger Goodell because I think um, he's got a game that's, that, that's got some real warts attached to it right now. Isn't I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, of, I'm, I'm quite concerned. I would say, uh, over the quality of play. You know, I looked at last Sunday. I thought there were really three to four games that were actually watchable, and even a couple of those didn't turn out to be that. Yeah, um, it, it has been uh, it has been difficult. Uh, the offenses have uh, struggled. Uh, some of the key players in football have been out. So many guys injured reserve. I can't even count how many players have had these hamstring injuries. Um, that just not been right. Uh, so we'll we'll see in the second half things that will be different. But let, let's get to the wagering um, podcast here, and uh, we're going to start with games 
uh, unders and overs and games. And I'm, I'm just really going to make this very, very easy and, uh, and then hand it off to you here. Uh, there's some games that I looked at that I like, but there's only one game that I want to play. I want to play the Green Bay Packers plus three against Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I know Pittsburgh's record is over 500, but they've been outgained in every game. And I think Dylan and Aaron Jones are going to be able to do things to the Steelers' defense, similar to what ETN did against them when the Jags beat them um, a few weeks ago. So my one play of the day is, and I was looking at, you know, teams like the Ravens, they just have been so hot and, and some other games. But at the end of the day, I've just decided on, on one game. I want to take the Green Bay Packers plus three. I see they go into Pittsburgh tomorrow and win that game. Well, that's a bold one. That's definitely a bold call. Um, my, I have a couple of concerns that that's a, that's it's interesting. I do have concerns, right? Green Bay's got a couple of key injuries on uh, on on defense, right? Um, I know Quay Walker is out, right, and isn't um, uh, Zay Alexander? Zay Alexander as well. Yep. As well. So uh, th- that would be my only concern on, on that particular bet. You know, Pittsburgh keeps most of these games pretty close, so I kind of understand uh, your, your rationale on that one. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm not going to dispute it, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you, but on Pittsburgh's side, you know, again, no make Fitzpatrick, and Pittsburgh has just gotten extremely, extremely lucky. Um, I, I just, I like, you know, I just, I like Green Bay in this game. I think I'll be able to move the ball, run the ball against them, and uh, and and go in there win the game. So just one pick for me. I'll have a few. I have three, Wiz. Um, uh, number one, I'm starting out with the uh, last week. Um, I was somewhat concerned on how this is before Daniel Jones got hurt, but going into that game, I found that was a very interesting matchup. I felt that the Raiders would likely respond to the coaching change and, you know, post that coaching change. We've had some of the stories around it. Uh, And, you know, for the most part, uh, it's, you know, after watching that last jet game against the Chargers, uh, you know, the Zach Wilson situation, I know he won that bet for you. Well done. He did that on that last drive. Um, but I don't know, Wiz. I just think that's a, that's just a frustrating situation to me. I can see this game where Max Crosby is causing all kinds of chaos in the game. And I like the Raiders in that football game. Or is it getting one point in that game? So I, I like the Raiders there. Uh, I'm going with your Minnesota Vikings, Wiz. I'm riding the Josh Dobbs wagon. Uh, they're getting three points at home in that football game. I'm going to go with the Vikings, uh, getting three points. And lastly, you know, you and I have kind of been on the Ravens multiple times over, over the course of the season. I know it's a division game. Nick Chubb not being there is a big thing for me. I think the Ravens are probably playing better than most teams in the NFL defensively. Uh Deshaun Watson has been extremely volatile in terms of his performance. He's not playing at 100% level. Uh, it's always very tricky, uh, a high point spread in a division rival game, six and a half, six and a half points in the game, though. Uh, but I just think the, the better football team is, is the Ravens by far, uh, especially with Nick Chubb not there. So I'm taking the Ravens laying six and a half with. Yeah, I mean, I saw this three coming on 
for the Ravens, and they, they just kept it going. They got it going on, offense, defense. And one thing they've done that's a lot smarter, you know, they, they, they've missed out on so many opportunities with Justin Tucker to go for these fourth and twos, fourth and threes. They just seem to never make them and end up in these in these grains. They're just taking points when they have them. And uh, I think Harbaugh has been a little bit smarter with that. So I hear you on the Ravens. So those are your three. I have one and uh I started out with the game, so uh, why don't you take us off um, and start us with player props. How many do you love? And uh, your two-star play uh, was red hot last week with the double dip on Dalton Kincaid. So uh, hopefully you'll have a repeat performance for us this week. And the uh, and the DeMario uh, Pop Douglas bet, too, four and a half. Those were, those were the three that I played. So, yeah, th- those worked out well. Um, I have five total bets in this particular ballgame, Wiz, and it's interesting that you mentioned – and one one is a two unit play. Only only one is a two unit play. Right, save that for the last. Go run through the other ones. Go ahead. Yep. So I went to that Green Bay game. I I very much agree with how Green Bay is going to attack. Uh, last week, Aaron Jones looked much healthier. Uh, so I like over eighty two and a half total yards for Aaron Jones in that game. Was. Um, Shakir, uh, since he's kind of been getting extra run, uh, Khalil Shakir for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's had four catches three games in a row. Uh, you're going to get odds for three and a half catches in that particular game. Gay Davis drew a zero last week. I know Kincaid was popular, but I, I like Shakir um, against Denver where they'll be the focus will be on the outside guys, and Shakir will be able to operate, I believe, in, in the slot quite well. So over three and a half catches for Khalil Shakir. Um Deontay Johnson, going back to that Green Bay game, you know he is the trusted source there. So five and a half receptions. I'm taking the over five and a half receptions. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I don't trust what's happening in Cincinnati at the moment. Was uh, the lines actually moved? So when I bet this bet, it was two seventy seven and a half under Joe Burrow yards. It's now two seventy five and a half. The Bengals brought up two receivers. They brought up T Higgins. Oh, sorry, T Higgins is out and. Uh, Jamar Chase is really banged up. So they brought two receivers up from the practice squad for this game. Uh, so I'm going under 277.5, but it's now down to 275.5. And, and my two-unit play was uh, in a game that should be somewhat high-scoring. I know David Montgomery's coming back, I think, as the season has worn on here, not just because of Montgomery being out, but I see more touches for Jameer Gibbs ahead uh, I think 18 and a half receiving yards is way too low in this particular ball game. I am going over 18 and a half receiving yards, two unit play for Jameer Gibbs. All right, that's your uh, that's your best uh, prop play of the week. Yes, that is correct. Well, I have two. I love them both. Um, I'm going over two and a half receptions for Luke Musgrave. Every tight end, with the exception of Tyler Higbee, has caught three passes. Every, start, every starting tight end, with the exception of Tyler Higby, has caught um, three passes or more against the uh, Steelers, and uh, I think that'll continue tomorrow. I could just in, envision those those um, kind of plays that Quanco was catching at the end uh, for the Titans on the last drive or two. I, I think you know those are Green Bay Packers specials. Uh, so I, I really feel good about that one. Luke Musgrave over two and a half receptions. And the other one is Michael Wilson of Arizona under three and a half receptions. And I kind of feel this is like a moral lock. I mean, how many reps has Kyle Murray probably had with Michael Wilson this year? 
that's number one. Number two, he has so much more familiarity with with Brown and Moore. Um, I, you know, I just don't see where he's going to fit in the pecking order. Number three, um, James Conner is back, so that's going to be a lot more carries and a lot more dump-off passes to Conner. Uh, on the other side of the coin, the Falcons like to run the ball. It's you know going to be clock taken away, and uh, and uh, I believe the Atlanta Falcons have given up the sixth least um, receptions to wide receivers uh, this year. So for all of those reasons, I absolutely love Michael Wilson under three and a half receptions tomorrow. So those are my two uh, prop plays, and I'm feeling pretty confident about both of them. Yeah, uh, you know, the other thing too is is um, Arizona, I know Murray has not been there this year, but Arizona has spent a fair amount of time utilizing the tight end. Zach Ertz early on in the season, McBride a couple of games ago. You can't even count the last game because Clayton Toon was, should have never been on the football field uh, playing that game. It was kind of shameful how it was handled. But, uh, you know, they, they've been getting their tight ends involved most of the season. A couple of weeks ago, McBride had 14 targets, caught 10 balls. So, I think for a lot of those reasons and, and a player working his way back into the lineup and, and as you mentioned, the chemistry not quite there. That's uh, that, that looks seems like a quite quite a good bet. Yeah, I just think, um, you know, look, could there be an off-script play where Murray breaks containment and then hits Wilson on a, on a pass? Maybe two, but he's not catching four passes in a game tomorrow. Um, it's not the type of game where Atlanta's going to be up by three or four touchdowns and, and Murray's going to be back there throwing a million times a game. And uh, to get to Wilson, just look at that pecking water. As you mentioned, McBride, Marquise uh, Brown, uh, Rondell Moore. And, of course, now that James Conner is back, I just, I just feel like um, I'm, 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 feeling, I'm feeling that one's going to win. But um, we'll see how it plays out. We've been extremely hot lately with uh, – the prop plays, especially the ones that we feel strongly about. Uh, so let's hope that continues, and uh, and we'll see um, see how it plays out in Week Ten of the NFL. Yeah, I did pick up Rondell Moore in a couple of leagues. Was taking a shot for the exact reasons that you're talking about because he's kind of done nothing most of the year. But again, you know, a player that with Kyla Murray has been kind of active. Uh, most of the stuff tends to be around the line of scrimmage. I, I get that, and you mentioned Connor being back, so. Maybe a little bit less so, and perhaps I'm kind of jumping the gun here. But I, I don't know. I, th- I think those two guys have some decent uh, rapport with one another. Yeah, absolutely. So we wish each other uh, good luck, and I <laughs> hope we uh, do well with the uh, the prop uh, plays tomorrow. And I uh, hope uh, for people that are following us, uh, it's a successful uh, Sunday for them as well. Absolutely. Okay, so Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Make sure you are subscribing and listening. Wiz, I wish you all the best luck this weekend, and speak to you next week. You got it.